Mom rage is an anger so hot it is blinding. I was terrified when mine showed up. At first in intermittent blips, then every month, every week, until my rage was a constant, low-grade buzzing beneath my skin. I consoled myself with excuses. It's the four-month sleep regression. It's the hormonal shift from weaning. But two years into motherhood, I was still slamming car doors, screaming at my partner outside Target, and working to keep my hands busy while the rage ripped through me so I wouldn't touch my son in a rough way. I had no excuses left. Desperate to understand, I turned to our modern-day sage and fool, the Google search bar. A small balloon of hope inflated as I typed, Mother Rage, and pressed, Enter, hoping the results would tell me I wasn't alone and save me from my fear that I was just a moody bitch, the hateful words used to denigrate angry women, which we internalize, then whisper back to ourselves. All hail the internet. Amidst its dark chaos, I found Anne Lamott's 1998 essay, Mother Rage, Theory and Practice. I sat on my couch reading her words and laughing out loud between sobs. At other people's homes, my child does not suck the energy and air out of the room. He does not do the same annoying thing over and over and over until his friend's parents need to ask him through clenched teeth to stop doing this. But at our house, he, comment c'est dit, fucks with me. He can provoke me into a state of something similar to road rage. Lamotte recounts ripped-off doll heads and doors slammed so hard things fall off walls. Goosebumps of recognition rolled up and down my arms as I read. I had found it, levity, a comrade, proof I was perhaps not a mommy monster after all. Bolstered by Lamotte's bravery, I gave myself permission to say the unsayable. I submitted an essay to the New York Times, which they ran under the headline, The Rage Mothers Don't Talk About. The rage lives in my hands rolls down my fingers, clenching to fists. I want to hurt someone. I am tears and fury and violence. I want to scream and rip open pillows, toss chairs and punch walls. I want to see my destruction. Feathers floating overturned furniture, ragged holes in drywall. When I get mad like this around my three-year-old son, I have to say to myself, like a mantra, don't touch him, don't touch him, don't touch him. Touching him with this rage coursing through me only ends in my shame and my son's shock and what else I do not know. Only time will reveal that. I have never hit him, but the line between hitting and not hitting is porous. In this not-hitting gray area, there are soft arms squeezed too tight, a red superhero cape, Velcro clasped around his neck, forcefully yanked off, a child picked up and thrown into his crib. For me, it is better not to touch at all. Only a few years ago, I remember judging a mother on the bus for smacking her child. Now I have only empathy for her. Mother rage can change you, providing access to parts of yourself you didn't even know you had. Hundreds of mothers from around the world wrote to me in response. 
Each of their messages was more or less identical. I thought I was the worst mother in the world. I am so ashamed. Shame doesn't like its baggage aired in public. Talking about it loosens its grip, freeing us to move toward something else. With each mother's confession, I felt my own shame unhook. I began to move into a place of questioning. What if the conclusion I and the moms who were writing to me had come to, that each of us must be the worst mother in the world, was untrue? What if we were normal mothers reacting to unjust circumstances? What if mom rage were a widespread, culturally created phenomenon and not just a personal problem? These questions spurred an in-depth investigation into mom rage that became this book. For three years, I spoke to moms across the country and around the world about their rage. This book draws on these mothers' experiences, along with my own decade-long mom rage journey, combined with research and cultural critique, to uncover what mom rage is, why we have it, and what we can do about it. In the first few chapters, I explore the broader societal landscape that sets up today's mothers for despair and fury. The focus of the middle of the book narrows to the individual and shows how, in addition to being a legitimate reaction to the cultural oppression of mothers, mom rage is also a nuanced physiological and psychological experience. Mom rage presents as a singular explosion, but in fact, there is activity happening in our bodies and psyches long before and long after the moment of expressed fury. I break this activity down into phases that make up what I call the mom rage cycle. Next, I share strategies to better understand our rage, identify personal rage triggers, and make allies of our partners in the effort to alleviate our rage. The final chapters look at how mothers can be better cared for by societal systems and through alternative family structures and community support networks. I wrote this book to help you with your mom rage today, and I wrote it to spur systemic change in the hope that future generations of mothers won't even know what mom rage is. But if they do, they'll at least be able to speak about it without shame.